today on this beautiful fall morning, we hear from the Gospel of St. Luke, the first parable that Christ spoke during his ministry, a parable that is in all of the Synoptic Gospels, and perhaps the most well-known of Christ's parables in, throughout the world to Christians and non-Christians alike. I think I have told you this before, maybe more than once, but we'll, we'll hope that not all of you have heard this or most of you have not. But this gospel reminds me of a really cute and funny story of a teacher who in her class was trying to teach the children about seeds. Most of us, when we were in school, were given that white styrofoam cup and teacher gives us a little dirt, a little soil to put in it, and a bean seed sprout. And the teacher being experienced knew that sometimes it, not all the kids' beans sprouted, so she took a couple of the styrofoam cups into the teacher's lounge and planted a few extras just in case one of the kids' beans wouldn't sprout. So lo and behold, after a few days, all the kids had their styrofoam cups and they had their names written on the styrofoam and they would fly in every morning and run to the windowsill to see if their beans had sprouted. And little Georgie, sad because a couple days in a row the other kids were excited because they were seeing their little bean sprout begin to come through the soil and his was nothing, nothing there. He would just sit looking at the other kids' excitement. The teacher Mrs. Johnson knew exactly what to do. The next evening, she took one of the styrofoam cups from the teacher's lounge that had begun to sprout, wrote Tommy's name on it exactly the way he had written his. She removed his cup from the windowsill and placed her cup on the windowsill. And the next morning, Tommy ran to his cup, Georgie ran to his cup, and Georgie, upon seeing the green coming through the black soil, was so impressed. And he shouted to Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, it's a miracle. He said, it is, Georgie, it is a miracle. God gives us these seeds and they become these beautiful plants and they grow fruits and vegetables so that we can be sustained. He said, no, Mrs. Johnson, that's not what I'm talking about. He said, what's the miracle? He says, the bean you gave me, I ate it, and it still sprouted. So the bean was in Georgie's stomach. And this really cute and funny story reminds us that that seed was planted in all of us. Not the bean sprout, but the Word of God. Just like the seed that was now in Georgie's stomach, the sower, the farmer, is God himself, and he sows his seed everywhere. Not just to the Greeks, not just to the wealthy, not just to the handsome, but he sows his seed upon all the people. And it depends on what kind of soil that seed finds within us, how our soul will be. And the seed is distributed equally, and it has great potential. And it is up to us to prepare the 
soil, the land of our soul, to understand that it takes a lot of effort of watering and tilling and pulling weeds and thorns and clearing the rocks. And this is not an easy endeavor, of course. And I've told you before, orthodoxy was never meant to be easy. It was meant to be the truth. It was meant to provide us the potential of being godlike. Our goal is that when we are baptized, that we have the potential to become like the saints. I think sometimes we reach too low. Our goal is that one day, every time we see a baptism, that we imagine that we will pray and we will be the best examples for these children coming into the church or even adults coming into the church. And that one day someone will walk into an Orthodox church somewhere in the world and they will see an icon on the wall of that person. The seeds, just as seeds, we see seeds as potential. God's word in all of us has great potential, greater potential. And it has the ability to be life-changing, not only in this life, but in the world to come. Today we've been... This past week, we were reminding people that as people are, seem to be very, very focused and amped up about these politics and these elections, I've been telling you from week to week for several months now, that we have to first change ourselves before we change our political parties and the world around us. If we become saintly, we will enlighten those around us. One of our biggest mistakes is we're trying to change the whole world without changing ourselves first without changing how we view the world, how we affect the world. In fact, this week we were, we were saying that we don't want the donkeys and the elephants to distract us from the lamb. We belong to the lamb. We don't belong to the donkeys and the elephants. Our politics are important. We should be informed. We should vote, of course. But we cannot be so distracted from politics that we cause damage to ourselves, to our souls, to our ethics, to our morals. We cannot be so distracted by politics that we want something to happen so badly for the best of our country, and in doing so, we trample and we hate the people that disagree with us. Work on your souls. Work on, we all must work on our souls, and the politics will fall into place, I promise. Kalidinami. May God grant you all many, many years so that we may work on creating a beautiful ground for the seed to fall into and for it to bring forth great fruits.